Hello, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Ravenloft, the demi-plane of dread. This is Season 3 of Tales from the Mists, a Dungeons & Dragons series full of love, inevitable betrayal, and gothic horror. Tales from the Mists airs on twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday at 6pm Pacific Time. Before we break your heart and dash all hopes, let's meet our unfortunate cast. It's me, T.K. Johnson, your dungeon master and favorite eldritch auntie. I write scary stories and I put them on the internet. And you can read them at my website, tkjwrites.com, or you can follow me on Twitter, tkjoinsthefray. My name is Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart-of-the-party Mercy Albrecht, storm sorceress and <sighs> heartbroken changeling. Follow me at Lisa Penrose on Twitter. I'm Kayla Klein, and I play Vosley Ava Mordenheim. Artificer, wizard, alchemist, and abyssal tiefling. You can follow me on Twitter at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play the Weirjackal Vistana revolutionary bard, Konstantina Afshalamov. Follow me on Twitter at Ashley and H. Warren, or check out my website, scribemind.com. I'm Hadil Almasari. I play Vargas Blackstone, the drow who knows everybody's secrets. You can find me online at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. Are you prepared? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Here comes episode 25, A World the Color of Rust. Good evening, Mistwalkers! Yay! Season 3! Okay, small dance. Welcome to Tales from the Mists, a spooky campaign set in the Domains of Dread. This is not a typical campaign. We have four anchor members, which would be Hadil, Lisa, Kayla, and Ashley. And then we rotate out every four episodes with our two guests, this time being Kat and Willie, which means that I have four episodes and only eight hours to ruin their lives. Can I do it? Speaking of ruining lives, I just want to get one small thing out of the way before we get into earnest playing. Vosley, Vargas, Mercy. Now, Vosley, I'm actually not going to target you this time. Usually I do. Is it my birthday? It's Valentine's Day. But surprisingly... During our finale, you did not do anything wrong. Nicer did I. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with that. Vargas and Mercy make. I'm on the fence about this, so go ahead and make an argument for why you shouldn't roll a dark powers check for murdering that professor. <laughs> oh, I'm super shy. <laughs> it wasn't. I see. I see the confusion. It wasn't murder. It was a ritual sacrifice to balance out um, keeping Claudia alive, but still satisfying death so that the undead wouldn't rise up, uh, bring about the apocalypse. Now, as far as I understand it, Mercy, you typically target people who won't be missed, people who are dangerous to society. Is that correct? Will anyone miss mm -hmm. him? People who are dangerous to did, society. Did any of y'all watch that show? <laughs> do, you, do you feel that you removed a danger... To society. I think Mercy doesn't think she did anything wrong, but I, but I, Lisa, do think that she should probably make a dark powers track. So she saw Vargas. 
Uh, no, I killed that man on purpose. Like <laughs> he was annoying. <laughs> he was. But we bonded. What's a what's a murder for? Like a team, you know, like a team building oh. exercise. Absolutely not. I Microsoft not does them all the time, and they they don't get called murderers. This isn't Scientology, Hadil. <laughs> Curse of Sabs in the chat says that Mercy does a lot of work to stop the apocalypse, and no one appreciates it, and it's true. Uh, good intentions, Curse of Sabs, still get a dark powers check, just a lower one. All right, would we roll? A five. Okay, so our higher, higher numbers, numbers are better. Or lower numbers are okay. All right, that's fine. I got a seven. You both rolled at ten percent. The dark powers have turned their eyes upon both of you. <laughs> In like a good way? Like, oh, she's doing so much about the apocalypse sort of way? The dark powers, Mercy, have noticed the work that you were doing to halt the apocalypse, and they would like to assist you. Uh, good. <laughs> you will gain strength, but it is strength that comes from one of your greatest, deepest, darkest fears. They've begun to fuel your magic, and occasionally they will take over your form. What? Like the flesh golems that you so fear, you now have the option to go berserk and get a second attack (gasps) once per short rest. What? Okay. Berserk. However, when you go berserk, you must roll a d6. On a one, you will attack one of your allies. Oh. Isn't that helpful? Think of all the apocalypses that you can put off. Vargas, my dear, you love secrets, don't you? I do. I love to lie. You love discovering other people's secrets. I do, I do. can't help yourself. I can't. It's a gift. The dark powers would like to assist you. Oh, re-ring. In the dark, your red eyes will glow with an eerie red light. You've become much better at discovering other people's secrets. But at the risk of losing credibility, your insight is now at advantage anytime you need to roll it. But persuasion must now be rolled at disadvantage. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I deserve. (laughs) These gifts from the dark powers are permanent and can only be changed with a wish spell. Where can I buy a wish spell? (laughs) Like Kmart or what? Yeah, Costco. Oh, cool. Buy the bundle. Let's get started, shall we? Let's go ahead and start where we lost, left off last time. Now, last time, we had just finished going to a very fancy party in a very fancy part of town. Three years in the past. Now we have returned to the present, to the future. I don't think you're going to know yet. But the three of you find yourselves on a sunblasted wasteland. Surrounded by amber dunes, beneath a bloody sun. It is hot, it is oppressive, and the air weighs on you like a shroud. Far in the distance, you can see what should be dusk encroaching, but instead it is just a darker red sky. Behind you, nothing. More sand. More desolation. I would like to give you a moment right now, the four of you, before we get into the meat of Harakir, to tell me how you're feeling, how you look. Describe yourselves. 
who would like to start? Um, Mercy, I'm going to, she's wearing what she was wearing at this fancy masquerade party. And I'm going to retcon her outfit a little bit. Um, she's wearing, um, sort of like this boat neck, very lacy, light blue gown. Um, but from the fire that had taken over the mansion and she was a little bit busy taking care of some rituals, um, as everyone else was escaping, the bottoms of her ball gown are like burned and ripped a little bit. There's some blood splashed on it. Um, she hasn't had a chance to press digitate it. Um, and, uh, She's kind of raising her arms to kind of like block the sun from her, from her eyes. And I think the first thing she'll probably do is like look around to see where her companions are and also run over to Vargas uh, and just be like, Vargas, don't worry. Uh, it's done. I uh, will be like a little like tired of this time hopping thing. Vargas, like myself, hates being hot. I moved 3,000 miles away from Florida, so I would not be hot. I'm sure my hair is a mess, you know. Uh, frizz is out of control. But it just like, I know that oppressive heat, and you just, like, if you could just tear your skin off. So, like, he pulls his jacket off, just pulling at all of everything he can pull off, leaving his, his shirt and, obviously, his trousers. But, you know, it was open a little bit. Just a little bit. Over a little bit. Um, I feel like because Vargas is uncomfortable in his own skin, especially in new environments, he would immediately, like, face himself to look, uh, like, disguise himself to look like, uh, the half-elf part of himself. And I think that having darker hair would probably help with the heat, uh, as well. But, um, yeah, just, just, tossing stuff aside. Uh, he'll see that Mercy is trying to block the sun and offer his his coat over her head to to keep the sun oh, off of her. Because Mercy is very fair. She, she will she will burn. Alright, who's next? I would Vosley had been wearing also her ball attire, which Vargas helped with, which was Yes, you look so cute. Tied up floral top. Yeah, and like high-waisted trousers and little spats very and handsome. stuff. Well, didn't you learn? Um, but when she kind of realizes where she is, she starts like patting herself down and like looking herself over uh, very closely to try and see if anything has changed because she realizes they've been mm -hmm. time hopping. So she's just kind of pulling things out of her pockets and looking at herself and she feels to see if she still has this scar from season one, which I forgot about for a season. Um, which is why it's in the art now. Uh, but she got scratched by, uh, that creature that once, once you're scarred by it, it's like, I get disadvantaged charisma. on yeah. charisma saving throws because I am horribly yeah. mangled. It was a, it was a big O neck bite. Yeah. So she feels to see if that's still there and tries to see if anything has changed. It is still there. It's a ragged draw across your skin. Ugh. So I kind of like... Pull, pull the shirt that I'm wearing up a little higher and I go and look and see how Constantina is, if she still looks a little feral. I don't know. Like, just go over and check her out. Like, are you okay? Constantina, I lied to you when you asked me about your hit points. I remember now that during the finale, Claudia took you to the house's infirmary. Go ahead and roll up some hit points for yourself. 
do the do a, as much as you would have gotten for a short rest. I will do that. You no longer have a hole in your stomach. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, that factors into how Constantina looks right now. Because <laughs> she is wearing this beautiful <laughs> garment that uh, Claudia had lent her. It's this white like dress with this cape attached, and it has these beautiful gold like decorations on it. It looks it's kind of like a military style coat, which is what Constantina usually wears. But it's like the beautiful ball gown version of that. Um, it's price still overwhelms Constantina because it is quite an expensive garment and it's a little messy at this point. Um, and Constantina runs pretty hot these days as a wear jackal. She's used to feeling very warm, but in this environment, she is extremely uncomfortable pretty much immediately. Just like the warmth is just overwhelming. Um, <laughs> I think she maybe starts to tear the cape part off of her beautiful dress. It's kind of already ruined a little bit anyway, but um, she's just trying to find some level of comfort. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, are you like really hot? I'm like really, really hot right now, Vasily. Are you like dying right now? Yeah. And she kind of gestures around and she's like, we're, we're in the no. little desert. So yeah. No, Vasily. We're not in the little desert. Yes, it's just really hot. It, you but. are in the desert, but you and Mercy feel strangely at home. The heat does not bother you. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. I'm not hot, but you should be hot. Disgusting. The sun is very bright, but it feels it's like, warm. It's, like, really warm, though, right? Marcus? It's really hot. Marcus, it's really... It's it's hot a little bit. I don't like it. Vasily just looks at you, too, and is like, it's a dry heat. <laughs> it's Nevada. <laughs> it's, 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 it's temperate, uh, okay, at best. I don't know about so. that. It's pretty warm in the sun. In fact... Mercy and Vasily, for the first time, you feel comfortable to the point where anywhere beyond here would be cold. You never realized how cold you were. Oh, is this a tiefling thing? <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm uncomfortable with this. Mm. You got the Farkas. way to put it. Yes, but I don't like how you not, said not that. You. <laughs> not you. Not you. Oh, yes. I, I mean, I'm schwitzing out here. Yeah, like... I like to think that both Constantina and Vargas's hair right now is just this like frizzy, like halo around them. Um, and Constantina tries to like pull this like her her massive braid like aside just for some level of comfort. And um, she's gonna start looking through her bag for some something to drink or like some something to take some some of the edge off. Does anyone have any like anything cold? You know. I guess I'll just like, uh, I don't like to ruin this beautiful gown, but I'm just, I don't know. I just can't deal with how I feel right now. Uh, where where are we? I don't know, but I do think that maybe uh, this ball gown, it was very expensive and you're getting sand on it. You should probably try to find something else. And I'm just going to like, kind of like look around to see if I see anything. I would like all four of you to roll me perception. With Mercy at advantage because she's actively looking. Hey, I got an 18. Roll the first critical failure of the season. What's up, everybody? Yay! Wow, these are cursed dice. They're so cute, I'm but they are cursed. I'm so proud of you, Hadil. I wanted to use my special Valentine's Day dice. Mistake, love is fake. Would you get Constantine? Oh, I got a seven, which is fitting because she's distracted by now, right now, by her discomfort. <laughs> Fair. I'm sweating in my eyes. I don't got my I don't got my rag. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. 
Sister Mary Margaret, will you take us into the next song? <laughs> Get that sham wow. <laughs> anyway, it's okay, Willie. You can laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Read for that sham wow. It's a good time. So, Mercy, you are the one who does not see but does hear the well before it gets near you. Everybody roll me a dexterity uh, saving throw. Okay. I got an unnatural 20. Eight. Eight. I, I also got a dirty 20. I see. Goodness gracious. <laughs> it is Valentine's Day, you two. Why is she so obsessed with you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everybody who rolled below a 15, you're going to be caught in this fireball's path. Bye. <gasps> a fireball. Ooh. As the world explodes around you and the sand beneath you instantly transforms to bl- glass and then is shattered <gasps> beneath your feet. <gasps> you are going to be taking 8d6 damage. So let me just roll that up real quick. Well, thank goodness Constantina healed the hole in her I'm stomach. I'm my points right now. <laughs> All right. The people who failed will be taking 22. Oh. People who passed take 11. Right. And then I am resistant to fire damage, so I will take five. Uh, I believe Vasily is also resistant, so you will also take five. Would be. Oh my god, stop coming. <laughs> stop being so obsessed with me. Jeez. <laughs> the people who failed are also knocked prone. Okay. Hang on, I gotta do some math here. A dumb. <laughs> I'll say as she heard the little, like, you coming towards us, Mercy would have, like, turned around and just been like, Vardgeese, um, and tried to push him out of the way. But yeah. it didn't work. Because it's a fireball. Dumb bitch falling flat on his face. We love to see it. <laughs> we love to see we it. Love to see yeah. It. So, Constantina, as you lay on the ground, you see that there are shards of glass all around you. You are a little disoriented. What's going on? Yeah, well, all the all the points I just restored are pretty much almost gone again. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, while I was busy trying to look for something to drink in my bag and, like, acclimating to this weird place, I just feel, I just hear and feel this explosion and I'm just knocked off my feet and I think I'm just winded and I just see... Mm-hmm the remnants of this explosion around me. Like I start to, um, I, I'm well on the ground. I'm just like mostly looking around to see if I can see anyone else. Vargas. I already said a dumb bitch on his face. <laughs> um, just like a mouthful of sand. Um, but like glass. Oh, cool. <laughs> mm, tight. Oh. Sick. Um, just, just let, just let him rest. <laughs> just let him be face down. Actually, you know what? I'm going to spend half my movement to try and get back up. As you start to come back up, go ahead and everybody roll me another perception, this time at advantage for everyone. Not as good. I got a 13. I got 15. Um, 13. Better than a 1. Ooh, there we go. I got 19. Everybody who got a 15 and up, you hear a distant, take cover! Uh, can I look around to see if there is anywhere to fucking go? You see smoke, dunes, sand that has risen up into the sky. You see basically what looks like a battlefield now as scores of fireballs 
are arcing through the sky over you and behind you. What would you like to do? I will give you three rounds. I need to get on my feet. If I could use my movement to do that. <laughs> yes, you have half a movement I, like, left. I stumble to my feet and I think there are like these shards of glass like all throughout my my dress. So it's definitely ruined at this point. Okay. Everyone else? Uh, Mercy, uh, as like her ears are probably ringing from the fireball, um, and maybe that's why she didn't hear the take cover, is going to turn and look to Vargas and Constantina and just see, does one of her friends look more uh, totally in pain than the other? Constantina is just covered in, in glass and stabbed and on fire. Um, okay. Uh, Mercy is going to uh, turn to Varghese and say, Constantina needs our help. I'll, I will come back for you if I need to. Um, and like hop over to Constantina and try to pick her up. And I want to look around to see, is there anywhere where we could take cover? With your earlier perception that you got, you do see a few craggy cliffs. They're a few dunes over, but you think you could make it. They're maybe a hundred feet away from you. If you dash, you can get on the other side of that. They're away from the direction um, that those fireballs are flying. Okay. Well, um, Mercy's very worried about Constantina. So she is going to hop over to Constantina's side, uh, turn, give sort of like a pleading, please understand look to Vargas. Doesn't look at Vasily. Um, and the glass around Constantina, like, shatters more as Mercy's going to thunderstep Constantina behind the, the dunes to safety. Okay. Vargas, Vasily? Um, Vasily wants to pull a piece of rope out of her pocket that she keeps and cast Rope Trick and open up the, uh, lab to get and I guess just Vargas, since Mercy has decided to run in an open field filled with fireballs with Constantina. Behind some uh, dunes. Into the lab where it is safe because spells and stuff cannot cross through the entrance. Not all of us have secret labs from secret children we've hidden from all of our friends. Oh, uh, well, maybe maybe you could have asked instead of just hulking someone away, but you I'm were gonna just- I'm going to get both of you when we go to- Strawland. I'm going to get you one of those cute shirts that say, this is our get along shirt. This is our get along <laughs> shirt. shirt. I thought about that too. This is truly the domains um, of trash. I would like to fall yeah. with Osley, please. <laughs> Don't let me die. Yeah, I like, just like, very smartly whip out a piece of rope and like throw it up in the air and open the, the lab entrance and reach out for Vargas's hand. And I look really cool. Do you see it? it? And look, glance at Mercy. Yeah. Uh, well, I climb up in it and I glance down at... So you toss the rope trick up or down? Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Um, Technically, rope trick is like you climb up a rope, but you can put it... I'll let you I'll let you toontown it and put it wherever. Ooh, slide down it like a fireman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was just up. <laughs> yeah, let's gone. go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Immediate regret. <laughs> I'm a fireman, hey, daddy. Fireman. <laughs> hey, y'all. So I throw it down and then, like, I smartly reach out for Vargas and try to look very cool and glance at Mercy, like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, the weight and the clumsiness of which I am navigating the sand, I just, like, glom on and, like, just drag Mercy or Vasily down. Yeah, we the just rope. fall in. So she looks significantly less cool and I look awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
Yeah. Fair. fair 100%. <laughs> I'm just like covered in glass and blood. I'm like, ugh. As you're sliding down like two incredibly <laughs> pathetic firemen, you both hear a <laughs> as fireball hits sand and disintegrates it into steam. Mercy and Constantina, you see this fireball land where Vosily and Vargas were standing just moments before. Did, did we see them, like, go into- I mean, they're, they're probably okay. Well, we have to go look. We have to go check. Yeah, Mercy is like, you can't get heat by another, by more fire. This place isn't good for you. Um, I, I will go, I will go bring them. Um, Just real quick, how how far away are they? About 100 feet. Can I use message to try to... Uh, I think message is magical, so I don't think it will penetrate the uh, the dimension that rope trick is in. Um, yeah, it says attacks and spells uh, can't cross through the entrance into or out of the extra dimensional space. I will probably try to cast message and then not hear anything back, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, you it's will not static. hear anything back. <laughs> I don't... I- <laughs> I don't hear them or anything. I don't. I, what? I don't know. You can't get hit by one of those things either. Um, it it wasn't so bad actually. It was kind of nice, like a tickle. It'll be okay. Uh, and Mercy takes a few steps back from Constantina, and I like this isn't what she usually uses thunder step for, but I think there's like a urgency, um, so she uses it to go. Bl- like a reappear back where she was in the original. Like, Is that circle. something that you can control so that it does not damage Constantina? You took far enough that I okay. I st- cool. I took an yeah yeah I took steps back. All right, you go back there and you see sand and soot, steam. No, I cry. Wait, is there a way for me to see like a rope if they have sealed up? Dangling. Uh, if they've sealed it up, it, would it just wouldn't, wouldn't appear at all. She had detect magic, which we would have. I don't. Mercy's not the smartest caster. But she's strong. Yeah. Uh, Of heart. Is there some sort of check I could make? Because even though, uh, I don't know, does Mercy know Vasily well? Not really. Doesn't really know anything about her. Um, But would I, but I know her spell list. Yeah, you know her and you know that her son had the ability to disappear when he wanted to. So you True. can make an arcana check. But since this was a recent addition to her spellbook, you won't be doing it at advantage. Okay. Okay, never mind. I got single digits. Uh, Mercy is just going to scream, Vargis! Vasily! Because I also don't see their corpses. Okay. I'm just going to start screaming. Can I take a... Uh, can I use my health potion? Yes. On yourself? Yes. Okay, well. You can absolutely drink your health potion. And it is while you are quaffing this health potion that you hear a distinct clink, 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 clink nearby and the crunch of footsteps on the sand as someone approaches. Jericho. Yes. You see a figure tucked away beneath the outcroppings of these craggy cliffs that you've been walking along. Why did you leave the train? And what does she see if you choose to reveal yourself? I believe we left the train because uh, it turned over. 
Yes. Yes. So I absolutely do reveal myself because I see someone who is down on the dunes. Am I right? So I'm kind of actually dragging, um, what do you call it? A coffin behind me as we continue running down. You see this very tall, uh, individual with really, really tall pants too. Like they come right up through here, which is kind of crazy. Um, they're like grayish purple. Um, dark man with, uh, white hair. And they're immediately trying to run up and get and to And I, like, reach for possible. my sickle, and I, like, grab my sickle from my bag, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, drinking my health potion, like, like trying to chug it, like, ah! <laughs> 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 cool. Yeah. Are you hurt? Uh, yeah, and I, like, gesture to my dress, like, my body covered in glass splinters. Yeah, yeah, who, who are you? Uh, what's, where are we? Yes, I'm hurt, but I don't want to be hurt more. If you, you know, I don't want to be in that thing that that coffin. Is that for me? Take my hand. Take my hand. Okay. What do I have to lose at this point? <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as you touch their hands, you get the effects of cure wounds. Huh. Stranger danger. <laughs> Worth the risk. <laughs> what else do I have to lose at this yeah. point? You know. So you end up immediately getting uh, seven hit points back. What does your cure wounds look like, Jericho? So basically, what you end up seeing is any of the like ailments that was affecting Constantina kind of sweep up into uh, their arm and kind of cover Jericho in a swirl of uh, sparkles <gasps> and stars. How beautiful! Ooh. I don't what know. Are you I doing just came here? through the mist and it brought us here. That. Sometimes I don't always know where the mist will take me. Where are we? Where are we? You, take where, cover! Where are we? My friends are where out is there. Everyone else? Oh, my, my friends are out there. I have to get them to safety. Where do we go? Come back this way. And I point. I point to like where I. I think I still see Mercy. Yes. Mercy's just running around the circle, trying to find any trace of her friends. And she's shouting, Vargis, Vasily, and uh, keeps kind of going between their names, and then eventually is just like, Vasily, Vasily, Vasily. Can I see this? I think we see this from where, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can see. Yeah, you can, you can hear her. Oh, and okay. similarly, Mercy, you heard the take cover. Mercy doesn't care. Okay. So... The coffin is down on the ground, and Jericho is booking it. I just it. stand near the coffin, like... <laughs> Jericho, what's your movement? <laughs> My movement is 40 feet. You get to about 20 feet from her, and you start to hear the... As a fireball arcs through the air. Get down! Uh, Mercy's going to try to dodge. Okay. So you will be making your dexterity saving throw at advantage. Okay. Jericho, what are you doing? Oh, 23. Jericho? I'm too focused on Mercy at the moment to really do anything about the incoming Make a dexterity saving throw for me. Gonna miss you, Willie. Here we go. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, That is a... Nice. Uh, You both take only half. Mercy, of course, you will take a fourth. So, Jericho, mm-hmm. you will take... Is it the same? No. You'll take eight. Mercy, you take four. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Parkour out of the way. As, and I imagine like all of the sand is kind of exploding in glass again uh, around us. Um, and uh, as it does, Mercy just kind of is like looking all around, just spinning around for any trace of her friends. Um, and when she doesn't see it, she starts crying and like sobbing Vasily's name. And she, out of anger or frustration or hurt, she takes her gauntlet that Vasily had made her and she smashes it on the ground with all of the glass. Jericho is immediately running over to you and like kneeling right next to you at this point. My friends were here. Who are. They were here. They were right here. They're not here right now. But I don't see their bodies. They must still be here. They still need my help. You can't help them from here. We are under attack. My other friend was over there. Did you see her? Is she okay at least? She's fine. Come, let's go and join her again. I can't leave my friends. I can't. What are you afraid of? I... Losing them. I take another look around. What are you looking for specifically? I'm looking for her friends, but... I don't see anyone. Mercy. <laughs> no, I don't know your name. Excuse me, you didn't hear that. <laughs> I know your name. Jericho does not know your name. We can come back. If they are not here, then they must be somewhere else. Maybe they're somewhere safe? It's possible. Okay. But right now, we need to be safe. Okay. Please, oh. come with me. Uh, I'll take Jericho's hand. All right. And then, slowly... Lifting you back up to your feet, and then I proceed to start, like, running. Okay. I will run with you, but I keep looking back uh, to the spot where we last saw Vargas and Vasily. Okay. All right. Add atmosphere to your tales from the mist time with a cup full of Lantern in the Mist tea, blended by Friday afternoon tea. This green tea speaks of rolling mists with bright mineral essence. Green tea, flowers, and cool ginkgo come together to ease the mind while sparkling the spirit. It's your only hope. Find Lantern in the Mist tea at bit.ly slash lantern tea. Vargas and Vasily. Vasily, are you in your laboratory or are you in Nicodemus's laboratory? Let's say I'm in Nicodemus's. I probably like panicked and just like went wherever it would take me. Um, I also imagined in my head, I have to say this real fast, that like this fire's raining down and Mercy's like screaming and crying and then the camera pans underground <laughs> and we're just listening to like soft jazz and like, <laughs> sipping tea. Like, <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> That's what I pictured in my head. I just had to share that. But yes, Nicodemus's lab. Vargas? Um, I'm still very pathetically clinging to Vasily covering glass, probably my own blood, and just like lying on the ground in a heap as she has probably like shimmied him off at this point. Oh, yeah. She's just like, uh, uh, okay, we're fine. We're fine. We're safe now. Just look around. There's a fire. Okay, it's okay. I look around. I see. And 
No fire. Probably. Hopefully. Do I see Nicodemus? It's just... It's a good question. You see a lot of, like, weird stuff. I think his lab was, like, filled with, like, little baby versions of what Vosley tries to do. So, like, he made homunculi out of, like, stuffed animals and stuff. No! Stop that! (laughs) Like, out of, like, actual Play-Doh or something. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, he has, like, little crayon drawings. He has, like, his own sensory bin, you know, like, the little sensory bins. Like, one has, like, those aqua beads and some rice. Yeah, he definitely has, like, a ton of kinetic sand. (laughs) Yes. It's It's just, like, filled with, like, (laughs) creepy stuffed animals that he's, like, yes. But of all the things that fill this room, Nicodemus is not one. Nicodemus is not here. Of course he's not. When we could need, could use some help, he's never around. Um, okay, so I want to shove Vargas off and, like, <clears throat> get up and look around and see if I can find if Nicodemus has, like, stuffed some sort of health potion or something somewhere, anything that could help us. I don't think either of us is hurting too bad, though. Fergus is a little, so I'll try to see if I can find something to help I have him. An owie, please help. He's an owie. If I if I look at my like, so I've taken most of my clothes off. One of the things that Vargas used to carry with him is like a leather holster that kept a very expensive, probably one of a kind, uh, teacup and saucer, like similar to like the Royal Albert, uh, like bone china ones and he will uh go to reach for it and notice that it is completely broken and it just starts to fall out of the holster onto the ground what's that just garbage i suppose oh well i think there's a trash can around here somewhere and she's just like shoving stuffed animals and blankets and pillows and there's like black feathers everywhere while she's trying to find the 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 trash can i'll like try and put two halves of like two pieces of the the teacup together, but I don't feel anything. There's nothing in them anymore. No, they are thoroughly empty. And in fact, you aren't entirely sure that there was ever anything in them to begin with. Yeah, I'll just feel like this cold disconnection from them. Like, why do I have this? Just, I'll um, take the, the trash can. I'm assuming Vasily has found one by now. I'll just take the trash can. I'll put the whole holster in there with the, like, I'll scoop the the teacup pieces in there and just set it aside. Possibly. How do you feel being in Nicodemus's lab without him there? Um, irritated because he's normally always around. Um, but I also know that something weird is going on with him. So mainly irritated that he's not there. Irritated that he left the lab in a mess. It's just a horrible mess. I've tried to teach him organization and he's failed. But I guess just irritation more than anything. And it's through that. Because I don't I don't feel he's dead, right? I don't know. I guess I would feel if... Yeah, you would definitely feel it if some one of them were dead. And because you don't, he must be alive. And yet, that connection that you have with him is different. You don't feel that he is dead, but you do feel him in this room. Just gonna kind of look around and just be like, number five. And you hear a mother. Is it possible for you to hit puberty? What's, <laughs> what's happening? You sound. Where are you? What are you? With you. <laughs> uh, that's that's a weird thing to say. We don't. We. D- what? Inside. Mm, the what? Roll me either investigation or arcana. Uh, 
Uh, does Vargas yeah. hear that? That is through your connection. I'm going to do Arcana. Vargas has totally found like a stash of like peppermint candies and has eaten one. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. In fact, they're peppermint candies that have been sitting on the floor. For some reason, these peppermint candies, it, it feels like they were thrown in here and then forgotten about. Listen, I'm sad and I eat my feelings. So <laughs> I want to eat my sadness. <laughs> Don't shame me. Um, okay, I got a 16 plus 5. A 16 plus 5 is enough to tell you that there is a, a strangely familiar magical aura that is radiating from your bag. I would like to investigate my bag. As you put your hand inside of the bag, you sift through your belongings, and your fist closes around what should be a much more familiar object than it is. And you pull out the black goat, the wondrous figure, but it is a black raven. And do I acknowledge, do I understand that it's different? Like I, like I know that it's supposed to be a goat? Yes, that is your goat. Okay, okay. So I just look at that and I'm like, with that, with that high of an arcana, there's something that tells you, though you don't know how, that summoning Nicodemus will be the same as if he were your goat. Just gonna hold the raven up and be like, <laughs> How did you get in there? Mother. How did you... Mm-hmm. Is it time to come out? I mean, that would be nice, I guess, if you can help with this situation. There's fireballs flying everywhere. We need to make a quick retreat. Is that something you can help with? Do you have something? Magic gone. What? Magic gone. Who... What magic? It doesn't seem to understand. Uh... <laughs> Are you okay? You seem different. And also, you're inside this statue now, I guess. Vargas, do you hear anything from this? And she holds the statue up to Vargas, like right up to his face. What is this? What is this? What is this? Is it one of your weird things? I guess it's I guess it's Nicodemus now. You remember that weird tall guy? I know who Nicodemus is. Possibly. Okay, I can't remember. Sometimes I can't tell if you're paying attention. Fair, Eliza. But... <laughs> I've seen he's this is a lot smaller than Nicodemus, so Right? Right. I think he can I think he can like come out of this thing. Lastly, this is your child. This is not I'm not responsible for your children. <sighs> or your mistakes. <laughs> okay. I guess I just like throw it on the ground to try and for like God get him out. Say, just tap it on something, but just Science. It's it's fine. It's put this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to throw it on the ground. Okay, you're the expert, I suppose. I feel like one second. Let me read this because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you have to have the command word. What did you? What <laughs> command word did you use when you summoned to your go? Ow, mother. Uh, I don't remember. Mm. Would Would Vargas know that this is an item that would need a command word? I think it was. Wait, I know what the command word no, is. No, I, I want to oh, do it. I'm sorry, Vasily. Yeah, roll Ooh, Vargas. Check, you said. Mm, okay, that's going to yeah. be a 21. Ooh. Yes, you okay. would know. I'll pick it up off the floor and I'll just like look at it and like whisper, Mercy? <laughs> I was going to say, Yeehaw. No, that's not <laughs> the For God's stop saying that. I'm the one who came up with it. Why would you think I would use Mercy? I don't even like her. Why would you use Yeehaw for the <laughs> goat? Yeehaw. 
um, because you're riding it, you ride the goat. <laughs> Vasily really secretly does love old Ravenloft Western novels, and the command word is <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> I hate it, but I will accept it. Okay, so after she... I think dark powers check. Same. Um, but after you <laughs> say... Roll me D100, Vasily. <laughs> after... Inherently... I, I imagine that Vasily, like, says yeehaw in the most deadpan, like, unbothered. Oh, Pat yeah. Oswalt has a bit about a guy shaving his balls to so this, like, same thing where he's just, like, unbothered by it. And when really it is the darkest timeline. And I want Vargas to just, like... <laughs> Look for the exit of the lab. You know, I'd rather get blown to bits by fireballs. <laughs> but he ends up just picking up another candy off the floor and just like doing this and handing it back to him. Like, I, I can't, I cannot deal with this right yeah. now. All right, Vasily, give me a straight faced deadpan yeehaw. <laughs> yeehaw. Ugh, I hate it. The <laughs> the Raven of Terror unfolds in a flurry of raven feathers and Nicodemus, something that once was Nicodemus, this mass of feathers and flesh and too many eyes and too many teeth fills the lab. So are we just like pushed back against the wall? No, it is a large creature. That would be ridiculous. It's just the same size (laughs) of like, you know, a big horse, like Clydesdale. Oh, yeehaw. Okay. Um, I'm going to be like, Number five? Mother. Okay, I guess you did hit puberty. Where's your face? Let me roll something real quick. Oh, God. <laughs> he has four faces. <laughs> 26 collections of eyes and mouths open and look at you. On okay, that listen, side of Why you. would you not make anything cute? Have you not seen a dog? Uh, they're all based on... I all built them based on myself, so that's kind of an insult, but you didn't well, know that. Well, you know what? I get it now, kind of, a little bit. Kind of sounds like a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I have low self-esteem. Um, ooh, uh, do you... When did this happen? Are you... What? Are you okay? Mother. Yeah, you said that. Can we go? Uh, I don't know. Um, we need to... Are you able to transport us quickly? Since, can can you carry us somewhere quickly? I am fast. Cool. Okay, so I want to open the exit and kind of like just a little to peek out to see if we can. You're going to have to climb up. Would you like to do this stealthily? Would you like to do this quickly? Would you like to do this? I just want to do it quickly, I think. Okay. Yeah. Whatever I got to do, I want to quickly kind of like climb up the rope and then like peek out. To see if we have a moment, if I can hear them shooting another fireball, anything to give us an opening. Dexterity saving throw at advantage. That was a nat 20, and that was a 2. So, 21. So, a nat 20 is enough for you to see this writhing sphere of flames before it lands, and you just straight back down. (sighs) Okay, so I slide back down the rope, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. (laughs) And I look at Vargas. (laughs) I guess we live here now. I do you have an idea? You know, I don't know what home is. That's a bad I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to stay in here. And with my sadness and I hope nobody wants to eat these candies because I've eaten most of them off the floor. 
I used to be a gentleman, you know? Like, I dressed really well, and now I, I eat candy. <laughs> Mostly, I don't have any... By the way, I don't have any, like... I don't think I have any, like, powers anymore, so... Like, yeah. What? Claudia's gone, so... Like, we're on... You're on your own here. Uh, okay. Does... Wait, does Fossily know who Claudia... Like, was that ever explained? Outside of the... Yeah, I don't think I know. I mean, I know the Claudia we met at the party. Yeah, I don't think that Vasily was ever, like, closely privy to your relationship uh, yeah. with Claudia. Mm-mm. She knows that Claudia is a very rich girl who dressed her up for a masquerade yeah. party. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. In fact, I don't know, I don't know if Vasily knows that you went three years in the past, really, until like later Does in Vasily that. Remember, I tried to shove her down a garbage chute because I just remembered I tried to. <laughs> she does. I one hundred percent bet you a hundred dollars that Vasily remembers mm-hmm. you trying to throw her in the trash and saying that you were just trying to send her yeah. home. But she still saved your I life. Guess. Okay, so debatable. Uh, okay. Well, um, do you have any kind of weapon? I have this sword, my gambler's rapier. I do still. Do I still have it? Yeah, Shree Saral gave it to you, and then you tried to kill her. Whoops! <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna look around, and I'm gonna reach into the trash and take back out that holster. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take out the cup. And, Don't dig in the trash. Um, it's bad. It's a nice cup. Um, and I'm gonna put the holster down on Nicodemus's. I have a feeling that wherever it is we are, the sword isn't gonna do anything if they can launch a fireball. Well, fair. We need something ranged. You start to hear like this, this woofing sound, like a like if Nicodemus did not have a beak, you would compare it to like a dog that has picked up a scent. And suddenly what could be described as his head swivels up and upside down between two enormous shoulder blades and looks at you. Hong. Vargas, give him back his candy. You see Nicodemus's limbs wing out, crack, and come back around, and he just flops onto what was his back. And he's standing straight up. Hungry. Do you want the mint that I have? <laughs> I'll, like, take it out of my mouth and, like, offer it? You see these large legs, one in front of the other, in front of the other, as he paddles over quickly to the table and takes up the sword hilt in his beak. Uh, what are you... Number five, what are Do you doing? Do I have to hold the open palm like a horse, or what... And you just hear the clack of his beak against the metal Vasily. Will you make me a charisma saving throw? Oh, that's a disadvantage. I know. God. Why would I do that? I'm so ugly. Why would I do that? I know. Um, That's a nat one plus three. So a nat one. Are you okay if I take over you for a minute? Sure, that's fine. Cool. You feel your hands start to move of their own accord. 
as a memory guides you, not yours. And you carefully select this sword and you three times against the hilt and a slot opens. You pull out the same coin, a memory of meeting Vargas in a marketplace, a family heirloom, a soul coin. And you know if you feed this to Nicodemus, he will no longer be hungry. And then you have control again. <sighs> okay. Um, so I'm holding the soul coin in my hand. And as Vargas said, I'm going to offer it to Nicodemus open palm like a horse. And Nicodemus thrashes his head back and forth and clack, clack, clacks his beak and goes and opens up and you see all of these rows of teeth inside. Oh, And his voice from deep in his gullet, Mom. Ah! Oh, yuck. So I guess I drop it in instead. I'll just <laughs> make a wish. <laughs> make a wish. I wish he won't eat me. <laughs> and he... Uh, and you hear this sound of satisfaction rev like an engine. And then his skin splits. Mercy. I'm crying. <laughs> Are you having a delightful time, Mercy? There's enough, Constantina, there's nothing left of Vaseline. She, her body wasn't there, and, and I broke my gauntlet, but maybe she was never, that person never existed anyway. Uh, what about Vargas? Did you see anything? Of, I can't imagine they would just be, like, obliterated like that. Like, it hurts, but I didn't, like, fall apart when I got hit by the blast, so maybe they maybe they did what you did and found somewhere to hide. Maybe. I didn't see any trace of them. I, I mean, maybe, I don't know if people other people can do what you can do, what are you, like, you know, took me somewhere else, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like there would be something out there, right? But I don't know if we can go look right now. I'm assuming we're still seeing, like, fireballs. Yes. I <laughs> never had... Jericho, did you tell me your name when we met? I can't remember. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can just see them, like, looking out, looking both at uh, if there's any more, like, fire, if you can see the source of the fire, looking out towards where the blast was, where uh, Mercy was, to see if there's anyone else out there. He's bas- They're basically on guard at the moment. Mercy, this this person helps me. They made me, they gave me some, some healing back, so I'm not, you know, I was, I was real bad there for a second, but... It, maybe maybe they can help us and I like I tug Jericho I like tug on your sleeve or whatever to get your attention hi hi is everything hi. okay yeah hey uh, what's your name my name is Jericho oh, Jericho thank you for your help earlier uh, my name is Constantina and this is Mercy and uh, we are looking for our friends do you know I know you were just out there do you what is going on is there anywhere we can go to find a safe haven for now there are V. Lots of questions coming at you. We're just like right now. We are in the middle of a battlefield. Okay, well that makes sense now. Seeing all of the fireballs overhead. Um, I mean you're you must also be in danger, right? Also, what does your um the thing that you were carrying with you? I made sure to kind of like you know keep an eye on. Oh, it. Oh, it's a coffee. 
yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I assumed, given the size, but, uh, is there somebody in there? No, it's just my stuff. Oh, 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 I've seen lots of interesting bags in my day, but never one, you know, with that kind of a style. Um, do you live, are you from, from here? Like, is there somewhere we can go or so we can, you know, look for our friends? I don't, I have no idea where they are and I tried to call out to them, you know, with my magic and I couldn't hear anything. I start crying again. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I like pull Mercy into my like, I'm like cupping you as I'm trying to talk to Jericho. I have to apologize. I was on a train uh, on my way to Mudar and uh, uh, our train basically was knocked over and I have been trying to get over to the city since, but I found you. Well, I'm I'm lucky that I ran into you. I'm sorry about your troubles. I think we are all in trouble right now. Um, so you said the city. Is that nearby? Is that somewhere that we could feasibly get somewhere soon? Uh, how long has uh, Jericho been traveling at this rate? Like, would they know how long it would take to get over there? When you were on the train, you were going to be there by nightfall. Yeah. I see. I don't know how quickly trains on average go um it would let's just say it was going at the same speed as say an eberron lightning rail so probably 100 miles an hour so a while away we are still a while off from the biggest city do you know who (laughs) he's mentioned battlefield do you know who is fighting right now demons Oh, okay. That's probably why all the fire, right? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, are we... I don't know if we're safe here behind this dune, probably, right? We are not, but I still do not see uh, your friends. Or... Well, if there is no trace of them, I don't... I've... But how will they know how to find us? Well, maybe we could leave something behind? Or... Um, hang on, let me see if, I mean, I can, I can't really leave a note, because there's someone to give a note to, but, well, I mean, we could stay here for a while longer and maybe make camp, but I don't think we're safe in this area. I think that we will, we're right in the middle of the battlefield. Uh, Jericho, will you make me a history or survival check? You've wandered the deserts for a little while, so I want to see how well you would know this. So that would be a 12. A 12, and I just rolled difficulty against that. A 12 is enough to know that these trains, these locomotives going through the desert, yes, it would stop at Mudar tonight in about eight hours, but there are smaller depots and train stations along the way. The closest one is about 11 miles from you. Oh, that's not bad at all. Okay. Well, if we were to go back to the rails and follow it up, there would be another stop, give or take 11 miles. Okay, it's not too far. I just, I think we should go somewhere just to get to somewhere safe, and then we can figure out how to go search for them. I can't imagine that this battle will last, you know, indefinitely, so we can... Okay. Uh, well, no, oh, I don't know anything about demons. What was the name of the city where we are going again? 
Well, the bigger city is Mudar. Um, I'm not too sure what the name of this next stop might be. Okay. Um, Mercy is going to dig through her pack, uh, which is very well organized. Um, so it's not so much digging as like sifting through files. Um, and she's going to take, um, this like handkerchief that ha- is scented with wolfsbane. Um, and she's going to bite uh, her finger. Um, and blood kind of drips down her claw like a quill pen. Um, and she just writes Mudar on soaking the blood into the handkerchief. And then I don't know if I have like a stick like thing. I imagine, um, like a torch, maybe I'll like tie it to the end of the torch and like stick it behind the dune since I imagine they will try to look for us once they escape. Also, the police are coming for me. <laughs> that means we must move. <laughs> That smell is kind of off-putting, Mercy. What does that scent on your item? Oh, it's... Um, it's... It's... <laughs> it's Wolfsbane. I don't, re- I don't really like it, so I might, you know, walk on the other side of our new friend here. <laughs> and turn it away from you. <laughs> what would you like to do? Are you going to walk on? I feel like we probably wait for a while, and if Vasily and Vargas just never leave their thing, we probably start walking towards this stop, hoping that they get this message of where we're headed. Okay. Now, Jericho, you would know quickest point between two places straight line. So would you like to walk through the desert, or would you like to follow the train tracks? Seeing as that, I, uh, Jericho does not know um, the capabilities of these other uh, individuals that are stuck here in the wastes. Uh, I believe I would like to go towards the tracks. Yeah. And as you go towards the tracks, you see that this sky, this deep, deep red has begun to creep across it like blood across Mercy's handkerchief. It is nearly nighttime in Harakir. And the moon that rises is black as sackcloth. And almost full. What's your marching order as you come upon these iron tracks? I would probably take lead. Um, I would probably sandwich Constantina in the middle. Yeah, yeah you would. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. Okay. Please don't fire me. <laughs> Please don't fire me. <laughs> I'll... I'll- I'll be the the middle part of that thing. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> TK, what? New season, new year, new me. <laughs> now these strength tracks are about as wide as a human adult laying upon their stomach. Tips of the hands, tips of the toes. You can walk single file, or you can walk three abreast. I mean, I think I'm walking kind of next to Mercy. Delightful. Wizard of Oz style. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We are holding hands. Okay. The two of you clasp hands, you intertwine fingers. Yeah. yeah Twine pinkies. Yeah. <laughs> Twined yeah. pinkies only. Pinkies hold. only. I think that's so cute in anime when they just hold the pinkies. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Unimportant. But this moon begins to rise. And that sun sinks into the horizon, past all of these mountains. You don't see the end of these tracks, even though for the most part right here, 
The desert is a straight plane. Who's keeping watch? Mercy keeps looking behind. Like, trying to see, like, maybe Vasily and Vargas will find us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Constantine is also looking around. Is it dark? It is dark in the same sense that when there is an eclipse, but it's not a total eclipse, it gets very dim. It's like a red twilight. Oh, I don't need my lantern on. Not, not currently. Now, there are nights where there is no moon and it's much brighter. And sometimes when the moon is at its zenith, it sucks all of the color out of the sky and it's just pitch. Usually when it's full. But right now it's a dull red dusk. A world the color of rust. Beautiful world. Mercy. Roll me perception. Ten. Anybody else keeping a lookout? I know somebody said they were. Besides Mercy. Yes. I am also looking for our friends, but keeping an eye out. Shall yes. I roll? My passive is 15, if that makes a difference. It does. Actually, I rolled exactly a 15 as well. Okay, so five. it does not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Constantina, you are the one that sees something shifting on the horizon. Too close, but to the east. Perhaps... 300 feet away. And this shift bobs and weaves, ebbs, flows, until you see the tips of leathery wings tattered, wisping like shadow over the tops of these dunes, coming straight for you. I like, <laughs> I squeeze Mercy's hand really hard. I know, I miss them too. <laughs> There's a thing in the sky. It's Jericho, and I try to Jericho to get get your attention. There's something. There's something coming to us, and I'm like gesturing my face toward it. Did I squint my eyes and see it? If Constantina points it out to you, you both see it, and Jericho, you have seen it when it bowled into the side of your train. It's back. We need to be ready. What what do we do? We must keep moving. But easy. That's what stopped my train. Oh. Uh, I mean, is it after you specifically? I... I am not sure. I do not believe so. Can I insight check, Jericho? You can. Fifteen. Jericho, what does a fifteen tell her? I don't believe it tells you anything. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, I did not. Yeah, you really don't get much of a uh, look off of uh, Jericho's face. They, they seem kind of completely stone-faced right now. Mysterious. And this thing bobs and weaves around the dunes, but it does not seem equipped to fly and you see a little eruption of sand as it finally lands probably 250 feet to the east of you let's say you're heading north by the way and this it looks like it's not in the sky anymore do you think it's hurt how big is this creature mechanically 
It is huge. Oh, okay. So even from 250 feet, it is very large, very imposing creature with wings, enormous legs, horns that curve around the front of its head, a frill going down its back and spine. And yet it looks as untouchable as a shadow, as though the wind could just carry it away. What would you like to do before it sees you? Oh, wait, I can actually do a thing now. Ooh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, let's see, can I cast it at that high of a level? I sure can. I will be casting invisibility on all three of us. Ooh, yeah. that's so exciting. I, to be honest, I did not expect that. I totally forgot what type of cleric you are. Oh, look at you. We can start flying. I'm so mad. (laughs) 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 Oh, I forgot you were. Okay. Yeah. So this thing snakes its head back and forth on this long serpentine neck, these powerful shoulders, and it raises one claw and begins this reptilian prowl towards the tracks. The three of you have vanished from sight, but it... The air and then stalks towards the south, taking one powerful pounce up into the sky and dissolves into black mist as it flies away. Because it got an eight on its perception. What was that? I've never seen anything like that before. It was so big. Yeah, it's really big. I like it. It vents in the direction for Vasily and Vardy. Sard, you think so be okay? Well, if we didn't see that, maybe that won't either. I hope so. Do you know anything else about Zeet's creature, Jericho? I just remember seeing it. And then suddenly... Boom. Train was on its side. What was that? I might have been traveling for a few hours now. So, probably in the morning. Okay, so it's like today. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Does it have a name? I'm not sure. Were you traveling with other people? Like you yourself? Like, did you have comrades with you? No, it was just myself. Well, shall we continue moving? It doesn't seem safe to just stop, right? We should get out of here. Or stay. Oh, cool. No, we'll do the other no. thing. Yeah, That's we're going to walk. That's fine. You're right. Okay. okay. Vargas and Vasily. Nico has broken his own back. Skin splitting. Feathers flying. As he climbs limb by limb by limb by limb by limb by limb out of this cocoon of his old corpse, somehow bigger, stronger, covered in his own viscera, and he rotates this head and then shakes slime, blood, bone from his body. Mother. I look at Vasily and just go... (laughs) 
Why? <laughs> you made this. Why? I don't. Again, have you ever seen a dog? Yeah. Well, I think. Okay. <laughs> hypothetically, I think this might be worse because of whatever I drank, and I think I can blame you for that. Uh, no, you. That's a hell of your own making. You. You chose to do that. That's you did that. That is a prison of your own creation. I can't think of any other reason. Like this is not. I've known number five for for a while now, and he's not changed like this. Well, it's gross. Well, I hate it. You don't. That that's your opinion. Yes, it is, and it is correct. It's correct. Ugh. Okay. Uh, number five. Number five. Nico's head is straight up at the ceiling. Mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're we need to we need to find something for Vargas. He can't you can't do magic anymore is that what's going on you're completely useless listen i'm very lots of people like having me around just because it has nothing to do with magic i'm you know i have a lot to offer people but i have not something is amiss and i want the moon is up the horde is nigh the what what Everything you do is weird. Um, I would like to attempt to cast... Is there a way to cast Eldritch Blast in a safe way that won't hit Vasily or her abomination of a child? Vasily just points at the no magic sign in the lab. Don't make me tap the sign. Explain to me how you would do that. Um, well, like, thinking back to how Vargas very much would just, like, use it just because he could... Um, yeah. Like, he used it to destroy a kitchen. Uh-huh. Because why not? Uh, I'd like to think that when him and Claudia were, like, friends, who would use it to, like, blow up shit. Uh, okay. Because... Is there a way to shoot a potato gun in a room without hurting anyone? <laughs> I think so, if people get out of the way. <laughs> Listen, when I was in high school, I got to shoot one of those t-shirt guns and nobody got hurt. To be fair, it was in a gymnasium, but I still shot a gun. Yeah, this is not a gymnasium. Who? <laughs> Yes, I'm sure there is, but I'm gonna make you roll a saving throw just to make sure that you don't shoot Vasily or Nico. Nico's very big now. And yeah, do you want to shoot him? No, I can't control him. I don't want him. to shoot him. I just want to show you something. Like maybe if this was a real lab, you'd have like some sort of vacuum cabinet or something. Oh my god. Um, what are you shooting at? Are you just shooting it in the air? Is there like a blank wall or like, I thought like a lab they would have like for some reason a ball pit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, a ball pit. Honestly we did. I, I feel like this we. This is Nico's lab. Yeah, we did establish <laughs> last season that there is a ball pit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. There. There's also there is also a lounge that is only inflatable chairs and beanbag chairs too. Ooh. Oh yeah, I remember it was like he has like a little soft uh like cozy yeah. lounge. Yeah, he has a cozy lounge and there's a netted chair and it's got stuffed animals of Vasily sitting in them. I will they shoot have- at the stuffed animals of Vasily. Wait, before we do that, <laughs> wow. I want to arrange what? them. And I want to hold one up and be like, look, this one looks just like you. She's so angry. And like I, actually, I want to keep this one. I hate it. 
Okay. Um, like one of the smaller ones, like, you know, like the Beanie Babies that came in like the McDonald's Happy Meals, mm-hmm. like that size. <laughs> um, I want to keep that one. And I'd like to think that each one of them has like one of 2,768. Um, yeah. So which which career Vosily is this? This one, I want to think that this is just like um, like the beginning of the season. You know, she had like her lab coat. It was a dress. And her oh, dumb okay. goggles. Um, okay. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'd like to think that like there's like a, a marking tool somewhere on the ground. I pick it up and I draw angry eyebrows on her. Um, but I'll like, look, this one looks just like you. So angry. Um, I'll keep that one, but then I'll like arrange them in one of the beanbag chairs, you know, like I'll make them like hold hands and, you know, I'm clearly not taking this seriously. I'm having a mental breakdown. Please help. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, And then I want to try an Eldritch Blast, the dolls. While you were doing that, Willie, will you roll me a d20? Sure. Is he choosing how many dolls? Nothing Nothing else. else? No. Eleven. All right. Go ahead, Vargas. Cool. Uh, So it's just, what do I need to roll to hit for these? What's the AC on, like, poppets? The AC's, like, one. So I guess assume that you hit it. Nice. Seventeen. Just roll damage. There's, like, a big no magic in the lab sign, and Vosley's like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One, it says 1d10. It's a six. Nice. Excellent. Um, it definitely explodes. The beanbag chair also explodes. And as it explodes, there is a scorch mark that takes up the entire wall. Lisa, will you roll me a d6 real quick? Okay. What? One other beanie baby completely melts from the heat of this eldritch blast. Eleven test tubes of unidentifiable liquid explode from the force. Vargas! I I thought, like, maybe that my, like, I was gonna not be able to do this for some reason. They begin to eat into the wall. Ooh. Vargas! I'll I'll take one of the dolls and try to wipe it up. (laughs) (laughs) Roll me a constitution saving throw. What is wrong with you? That's a 19. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, for now. Beanie babies make great gloves? Yeah, just, cover me, beanie babies. I just, I just thought, like, for a moment early, because I'm sad uh, that maybe I had lost my great gifts that were bestowed upon me by my Clear- dear friend Claudia, Clearly. who I cannot talk to Duh. at the moment. I'm so sad. Oh my god, I'm just going to like pull shamwows out of the cabinet drawer and just like throw them down on the. The mysterious liquids, and I'm like, okay, well, obviously you need something to focus your magic, because you're not totally useless, but you're destructive. I am going through something right now, possibly. I don't think that's an excuse for destroying Nicodemus's lab. It it looks fine. Nicodemus, does this follow you? Uh, Nicodemus has begun to climb up the wall and is scratching furiously at the ceiling. Uh, See, he's not even bothered by it. He's fine. Okay, well... There's plenty of... There's candy on the floor. You can eat that if he's sad. I did, and it didn't help, but, like, him and I are very different. Okay, whatever. And Vasily, like, grabs the teacup holster and shoves it in her bag and then climbs up after Nicodemus. Mother, the moon is up. The horde is nigh. We must go. Okay, can you get Vargas and I to safety? If we are fast, I am... Very fast. Okay. Um, 
Vargas, come on. We need to go with number five. Okay, I'll take, like, the melted beanie baby. I'll put that in my bag, too. I just, I, going through some things, I just need it right now, okay? You never know when, when the value's gonna go up. I mean, the collector's items. You don't. (laughs) This could be worth a fortune. fortune. Thanks, Grandma. I want to say that all it is is just a tag. It's just, like, this marled mess of plastic and, like, a tiny... (laughs) Tag that just says uh, like a like a Comic Sans V on it instead of T. Oh, it's because it's because Nicodemus put the tags in the little plastic yeah. protectors. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, as we know, they are indestructible. So, like Beanie Babies were shaped like hearts. What are the Nicodemus ones shaped like? Oh, a planchette. Yes, a little Ouija board planchette. Delightful. Yeah, nice and spooky, just like your son. He's so good. So I guess we're gonna. Follow him outside and like cling. You have to open it. Oh yeah. Okay. I will open. I will open the door and peek. Do right, a peek. Do peek. Give me perception. So that is ooh a nat twenty nice. plus two. Twenty two looks clear. These uh level up dice are treating me well. Okay. Um. So I'm going to climb out and I would help number five out after me, but I don't think he needs help. And he scrambles out like a dog getting out of a bathtub. I need help. Oh my god. Help me, your friend Vargas. Vasily, uh, like, re- like, lays down on the ground and reaches her hand down to help Vargas Nicodemus out. also lays on the ground and reaches out an arm that starts to grow in length <laughs> all the way down to where Vargas is and hooks into Vargas's collar. Uh, I just like I just let myself be dragged like a sad puppy, and I'm just like, <laughs> and he drags you back up like a mangled beanie baby, and sets you on the sand beside him. Thanks, number five. Possibly your perception, your twenty plus two, is enough to see that a sable moon has risen, and it is almost solidly in the center of the sky. This world. These shadows, the color of dried blood. As your eyes scan the horizon, you see a mass of shapes. Insects scurrying over the dunes, far, far away, swarming over the sand. Not insects. Creatures, mangled, malformed, shrieking. Giddy. They're coming, Vasily. The horde is nigh. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to pull up my rope, pocket it, and just be like, Fergus, come on, we gotta go. Uh, number five, get us out of here. And then just like try to determine where his back is, I guess, to climb on. Uh, Nicodemus will lay flat against the ground to make it easy for you two to climb on. Okay, come on, we gotta go. And I climb climb on and try to pull Vargas up, who I guess is a limp doll now. I don't yes, know. Yes, I'm very sad. When you try to pull Vargas up from where Nicodemus had his claws in Vargas's shirt, Nicodemus's arm slides up along his skin and just deposits Vargas on his back. Why, God? Why did you create? <laughs> because this? it wasn't a good enough horror season last year. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking vastly. Why um, do you, you know that like calligraphy or embroidery or something? Else? <laughs> okay, um, 
we need to get to safety. We need to get to town. Do you know where the town is? I'm going to look around and see if we can see anything. Nicodemus also looks around and says, Blood. And his head swivels between his shoulders. Mercies. Oh, okay, I guess we can go that way. Sure. And he stalks 100 feet over to a torch with a handkerchief tied around it. Um, I take off the handkerchief. It says M-U-D-A-R. Did she forget how to spell murder? Like, what does it... (laughs) Does this... I, I hold it up to... Number five. Does this mean, does this word mean anything to you? Is this the town? He gives a woof sound and clacks his beak. Doesn't mean anything to him. He does not know. Okay. Um, can I look around and see if I can see anything in the distance or? Yeah. Give me perception again. Uh, Vargas, would you also like to roll perception? Oh, I got a four plus okay. two. So I'll roll for Nicodemus. I got a 13. Nicodemus got a five. You'll see Nicodemus look up, look around, and the neck gets longer like that of an ostrich. As he looks and then shrinks back down in like this ruffle of feathers. I do not see, mother. Vargas, with a 14, you can see the glisten of iron tracks. Perhaps a train in the distance. You can also hear... The shriek, the gleeful shriek of this demonic horde as it nears you. Um, anybody hear that? Oh, the shriek, you okay, we just uh, There's some train tracks. If you find those, that means people and train tracks means civilization. And I can have a nice warm path and be out of the hole. Oh heart. my god, okay, train tracks, okay. Uh, come on, number five, follow the train tracks. Let's go. Ride, mother. Yes, let's go. Nicodemus will grab you off of the sand, rotate, and put you on his back. And then you feel the pump of six powerful legs as he leaps forward. Nicodemus runs at 60 feet. It takes a few minutes for him to reach the train tracks, and he snuffs at the sand, clacks his beak, grinds his teeth against it, looks over one shoulder and then another, and races north. This is where we will end for tonight. You survived? How surprising. You must be a Mistwalker after all. Join our ranks at MistTalesDnd on Twitter or visit TalesFromTheMist.com. Till next week. Sleep well, Mistwalkers.